got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to Zorkcast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style. Brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of Zorkcast, Michael Mason Traeger. Hello, this is Michael, and welcome back to ZorkCast. I also have Steve here, and we are going to have another fun episode where we talk about a, well, a topic or a word or two words that come up quite often, which are the words discretionary comp. So, Steve, welcome back. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm hoping you're going to treat me a little bit more nicely this time after last time where Everything was just about the bad things from your first trip in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I guess I, it's going to be hard to pick on me for my first trip to Vegas because I was like nine years old. So, I mean, I yeah. don't, I mean, I guess, I guess you could, but when a dollar ninety nine buffet was still a thing, <laughs> that's us say. <laughs> Actually, before we get started on discretionary comps, back in the 80s when I used to go, the buffet, it, I don't know why these things hit me sometimes, but the buffet that I think was all the rage, maybe someone will write in and tell us if I'm right about this, was the Bally's Big Kitchen Buffet. I think that was the buffet in the late 1980s. But I could tell, I remember this is like pre-Mirage, pre-Bellagio, pre-pre-pre-everything, but I think this it was is the Bally's Big being Kitchen born Buffet. by the sounds of things. yeah yeah i know sorry there there was there was vegas before steve anyway (laughs) (laughs) before before we started recording this episode michael goes okay we're gonna keep this short it's just gonna be about discretionary comps it's gonna be really informative but i'll probably end up telling some kind of story but in a minute of us being on the air michael has told some kind of story I'm sorry. It, this is totally, totally my fault. I'm telling you, we've got to rename it. It's got to be like, just got like 23 minutes or 18 minutes. <laughs> or discretionary so, comps featuring Bally's Buffet. <laughs> or anything else that pops into Michael's head. Anyway, so, so Steve, your yeah. definition of discretionary comps. Well, I think that's a, it's actually quite hard to put a definition on discretionary comps, because I think that definition has almost sort of changed over time and actually changes depending on where you're staying, which property you're staying at. But for me personally, a true discretionary comp is a comp that you gain without use of your points at the discretion of either your own host or I don't know, a host on duty or the pit boss, but like an additional comp Normally on the back end, in fact, nearly in all cases on the back end, I suppose, unless unless you're kind of getting a, a buffet voucher or whatever from, from the pit boss. But for me, a true discretionary comp does not involve use of points that you have earned from right. your players club. And now, some will disagree with case- me. No, I don't think they're going to disagree with you. I think the important thing to do, because we have a lot of listeners of different varieties of understanding and skill level or some people who Mm -hmm. are just not casino people you know so i would i would explain this just like i would explain travel reward programs you've got your redeemable points that you earn and those are points you can spend like like cash you've got your points that usually go towards status that's different Mm -hmm. you know so and you usually 
those are accumulating in parallel. And, and a lot of people are used to this now because they're used to like getting Hilton Diamond and using Hilton, but you know, that's the status points and using their Hilton points for a free stay. Fundamentally, casinos are the same way. The difference with casinos are there are ways in which you can get things comp discretionary and they do not yeah. touch your points. So you could actually bank your, point. your points. Which I have right? a I mean, that... tendency to do and then realize I can't actually spend all these points. Now that sounds awful because people are going to be like, oh my God, okay, what did he just say? But, you know, this is the thing, like you end up banking loads of points up and then you think, how am I going to spend all these points? I sound like an asshole now. <laughs> well, no, but there is a thing every year where they have a uh, where they have a thing where they have a ward thing where you can come and you can buy gifts and things that's with true. your points that you so I mean that's, sometimes that's, there's that's a second bucket with a lot of them now. Yeah, I know, I know, and there's uh, but there are fundamentally things that you can get with your points if Absolutely. you save up enough of them and there are some really extreme examples but you definitely because most of the points programs do have an auxiliary kind of shop thing i, I mean i think the whole problem yes. there is that a lot of times evaluations aren't as as good so i think yeah, your definition there's some, there's, of it, some, there's some programs too sorry i'm going off on another tangent here like um i think cosmopolitan where you can convert your points to I think Marriott points. Not that it's always the best idea because the rate often isn't that good, but there is that possibility too. Yeah, I mean, I think you know there are some situations where you want to convert something for a, to a different program because of a use case which makes sense, which is definitely stuff that's way more specific than what we're talking about with discretionary yeah. comp. Historically. Almost all the comps in Vegas were sort of discretionary, and it was very common yes. for a pit boss to give you a comp ticket. And that comp ticket would say, two people to this restaurant, two yeah. people to this buffet. And sometimes they would put a dollar limit. Sometimes they wouldn't put a dollar limit on it. So it was yeah. really generous back you know, in the you know, day. You know, that actually still happens. I have a story here. I'm going to chime in with a story. I remember when I first got my host at Cosmo, I wasn't actually staying there. I had just been playing there. And she gave me a discretionary comp for the steakhouse. But it was, it was in particular for the steakhouse. It was for a particular amount. I can't remember how much now. But it was loaded onto my player's card. That kind of thing does still exist in perhaps, perhaps a slightly different way. Which is, is worth knowing, I guess, if you're not staying on property, it doesn't completely exempt you from potential comps. And I was playing slots, yeah, well, too. I wasn't playing, uh, playing table games. Well, those are different buckets. I mean, they're doing mm -hmm. it electronically at Cosmo. I know for mm -hmm. a fact properties like Mohegan Sun have discretionary buckets for uh, for shopping and things like that, where they can, you, they can literally say, like, we're going to give you an extra 200 for shopping. You know, in, I mean, some places like Mohegan are really complicated because they've got perks. They've got special dining promotions. Plus, they have the discretionary. And it's all automated. So when you go up to the terminal to pay, you actually choose which one you want at the retail sure. shops. Now, one of the things that's brilliant about what Mohegan Sun does is, well, not brilliant. It's just easy. Everything is, is basically one-to-one. -one. So everything, mm -hmm. like if you've got 
if you've got the momentum dollars, you know, it's so easy to spend, you know, literally you can go into the Tiffany store. There used to be the Tiffany store. I love that store. There isn't one anymore, but you can go into any of the stores and just spend them, you know, just, just spend your money the way you would. And there's no well, this penalty. Is the, this is the thing. Now there's also all kinds of weird, like restrictions. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty certain. In fact, I know that a host can get around almost any restriction on, on comps, but since we've moved into this program of having reward credits or express comps and such, okay, maybe it's easier to redeem those and keep track of them, almost like points. And there's somewhat less flexibility with them at times. Particularly, um, I remember at Caesars, I always used to basically convert everything I could the night before I checked out into free play from my points so that I, um, the host wouldn't take them at the end and would rather just comp things off discretionary instead, which, which is what I wanted. And then that worked really well until Caesars basically destroyed the conversion rate. I think they, they changed it. I can't remember what they changed it to now. But it used to be fairly favorable if you were diamond or and, and up, which whereas now it's not so much. Yeah, this is this is very common stuff that's happened. I mean, I have not seen very many properties. Like like Mohegan Sun is one of the few properties that I ever saw that pretty much so allows everything you mm -hmm. can use your comp dollars for everything at a one-to-one -one basis what's mm -hmm. happened caesar's has always been wonky like on the east coast properties if you have if you have food and beverage status like an rfb or an lfb it used to be and it still is to most extent that they want to use your reward credits first and then when you run out of reward credits and then that kicks in now i do know years ago for some big players they gave them discretion in other words yes. they actually allowed them to bank their points yeah. and they did I'm discretionary sure, comp i'm pretty sure they still do that to an extent in vegas in particular but they do still try and take your uh, your credits first definitely yes and usually when you ask for a comp like if you're at a uh, you're at the blackjack table and you say hey could i get uh, can I get $50? Can I get $50 for a dinner or something or for the buffet? They'll sometimes, you know, try to politely, if they notice you're not the biggest player, say, well, you've got $50 worth of reward credits. Just use your reward credits, sir, which is, yeah. of course, not what you're asking for. Or <laughs> I've seen a really devious thing done before, though it's been a couple of years, and this is from memory. They will pull the $50, print out a slip that's a comp. So literally all somebody did was actually use your reward credits and turn it into a coupon for you to do, which is not what you mean when you're doing that. Yeah, there's this gets back to the record keeping thing. It is so important. And now with, you know, your notebook on your phone, it's so important you keep track of this. And honestly, I know it's painful to ask sometimes, but it's always a good idea to ask. I mean, be smart about it. I mean, realistically, these days, if you were a very small table player, chances are they're not going to give you a discretionary comp. Yeah. But if you are getting up there, you know, above a $100 average, above a $75 average, a decent amount of time, it never hurts to ask. The other yeah. problem is a lot of times if you ask for a discretionary comp from the pit, and, they're, and you're staying at that hotel, they will usually say to you, charge it back to your room. Part of it is they don't want to deal with it. The other part of it is they like the control of that. Because if you charge it back to the room, they would then rather you use your reward credits or a host looks at it. 
what you're yeah. trying to do, if you can, what you, what I've actually said to people and it often doesn't work is like, Oh, I'd really just like the comp up front. I really just want to go eat this now. I don't want to try, you know, because you see, that's a way to get some extra comps. If you could find a pit boss or someone who, who likes you and wants to do that, they could give you that discretionary comp. And then, and then you still charge other things back to your room. And at the end of the trip, the host will comp those things off. And yeah. this might turn out to be an additional 50 or 75 on top of the additional discretionary or comps you get. No guarantee, of course. And sometimes they can see the other discretionary comps you've gotten. But the way that I look at it is, unless they're pulling your points for it, the more that you can get in advance, the better. It never hurts to ask. Absolutely. And to be honest, at the end of the day, they're probably not going to give it to you unless you've earned it. Particularly now that they can track everything uh, so easily, particularly, I mean, again, I'm talking about this from a slots perspective, but they can see exactly how much money I put into that machine at any given time. They could probably load up an app and look at it immediately. So you're probably not going to get it unless you deserve it anyway. I think that comps have sort of tightened up. Maybe we're going to see a little bit more loosening with that now, with the situation we're in in the world. Who knows? But I would say that if you, if, you, if you ask and they turn you down, you haven't lost anything, have you? So it's always worth asking. Yeah. And a lot of this, I mean, a lot of this in loyalty programs has logically been a control issue. I mean, it's the same reason why, you know, gate agents in the airport or, you know, people at check-in have less discretion to upgrade a passenger, you know, just mm -hmm. because you said, can I get you a cup of coffee? Or you were really nice, or it's your birthday. You know, obviously, if you look at it from the corporate perspective, they want to be able to track they want to be able to track everything and they want to be able to control everything. So yeah. obviously encouraging you to sign things back to your room, use the points that you've earned, it's just much better for their controls. Uh, but of course, once again, casinos deal with gambling. People are putting money at risk. People sometimes have losses or significant losses. And, you know, there's always going to be some level of discretion there. But unfortunately, you know, there is more tracking going on. And, and they do, you know, obviously, they want to keep, I guess, keep all the employees honest, right? If, if it's easier. And actually, you know, I think sometimes the employees genuinely can't do it. You're like asking them to something they cannot do. And I think you can normally tell when that's the case. You can tell when you're being just perhaps bobbed off, or if they genuinely cannot do it. I've had situations before where I've, I've, and this isn't personally for me, but I've had friends who've been trying to use express comps with MLife and they've tried to use them for something they can't use them for. Girl at the checkout desk has tried splitting off the bill, trying to figure out a way to apply the, the express comps. Sometimes it's just actually impossible to do based on the system they have. Yeah. And also, I mean, let's look at it. I mean, hey, I'm always trying to tell people how to get the most you know, and yeah. how to push it as far as they can to get the most for their gambling. But at yeah. the other end of it, if you look at the corporate perspective, they want consistency. They don't really, yeah. you know, because Michael knows to ask or because Michael is maybe a little bit more aggressive about asking and Steve plays exactly the same as I do, but he's a little shy about asking or because John, the pit boss at Craps, tends to be a real sociable guy, and Alan yeah. at Blackjack, where Steve is playing, doesn't really like the world at all. You know, yeah. they don't really like the idea that Michael, for the same type of action, 
would be getting more comps. And I actually, yeah. I appreciate that. I think one of the things you have to, you have to appreciate that from a corporate perspective, that they want people to be treated, well, consistently, like from a corporate perspective. Now, all yes. of us want to be treated, all of us as customers want to be treated better. I mean, you want to be treated okay. better when you go into a hotel or when you go somewhere, but I understand. Of it. course, there's going to be differences too, because it can never be completely equal because I don't know it might be that I have a really long history with I don't know Mandalay Bay and I have one bad trip and I don't gamble as much you know they don't want to lose my business because of one bad trip <laughs> you know so I think the the corporate angle is interesting I don't think there's a perfect solution and I think that's why you get so much variety particularly within properties in the same group so I'm thinking here M Life mainly Caesars as well, um, because there's so many properties, you're going to get a different experience depending on who's on the desk that day, who's a host on duty that day, if you don't have a host, who you ask, do you ask at the M Life desk or do you go and speak to a host directly in the host office? You know, I've seen people say, go up to the M Life desk and say, can I get this, these result fees comped? They've said, no, you can't, you haven't played enough. And then 10 minutes later, I've asked a host and the host knocked everything off their bill. So that doesn't make sense, right. does it? <laughs> it it so. doesn't, and and quite frankly, you know, on in some ways, I wish there was a consistency on some of these things. Yeah, you, you I always say so. It's like lesson time with Steve. Um, I always say that you should always only spend whatever you're willing to pay for. Never assume it's going to be completely comp at the end. Always be willing to pay if you have to. So don't go and have like a three thousand dollar bottle of whiskey unless you're prepared to pay for it eventually because you may have to so, and you know what if you know you definitely want something comped you could use your points if you really wanted to it depends well depends i also you i always say i mean just to finish this up yes i always i always say to people never charge back things that you're not willing to pay for and don't mm -hmm. take advantage of a situation i mean unless I mean, I guess the term is unless you're a real chancer, you know, unless you think like, you know, hey, this property is very lenient with me. And if yeah. I happen to ask for four extra bottles of Dom Perignon because I'm going yeah. to take three of them home in my suitcase and they're cool about that, that's fine. But my answer to that, my response to that was, you better be darn sure about your play and all that kind of stuff, or you're going to be stuck with three really overpriced bottles of Dom that you're that you're paying for. So yeah. I I tend to I, I tend to say, you know, just be careful. You know, just just think about it caution. and be logical. And you exactly. have to, I mean, this, this is this is going to be like a whole other episode now. So I'm not I'm not going to talk about it in too much detail now. But you also then have to take into account things like okay. What room am I in? Am I in just the bog standard king one king bedroom or am I in a suite? What is the comp value of my room? How much therefore do I have left? You know? How many yeah, because it's it's, it's painful. It's painful. It's painful to hear <laughs> that you charge exactly the same amount back to your accommodation. You played exactly the same, and then at the end the host says something to you like well, Steve, yes, that's true. But this time you were in a one bedroom, two bath suite, you know, and yeah. not a regular room. And we put a valuation on that suite. So you need to be really, really careful about that. Yeah. And the other thing and is, yeah, I mean, you just, you just have to be because people get caught by surprise. Yes. Well, exactly. Because quite often if I'm if I'm coming in into, into Vegas, I fire off an email to my, my host and say, 
can you book me a room? They're probably going to put me in a nice room. You know, I have in the past said, you know what, just put me in the base room because I'm going to be playing a little bit less this trip because I know the value is going to be less. I, if I'm on my own, would I rather have a really nice room or would I rather just have a decent room with a comfortable bed and more money to spend on some nice food? You have to weigh or, or some more free play. You have to weigh that up, really. Um, oh, and that, oh, yeah. that comes into the idea of planning and planning ahead a little bit. No, 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 no. That's that's absolutely true. Well, uh, as I'll usual, said last we've gone over time. Anything. <laughs> don't plan so anyway thank you yeah. this is wonderful please what a great conversation it's one of my favorite topics i think it's one of yours remember to visit yeah. us at zorkast facebook group obviously the links in the show notes you can find travel zork at twitter at travel zork and steve uh where can they find you on twitter i'm at las vegas uk excellent and of course come to travel zork dot com to read more vegas and casino stuff and every sunday we do publish vegas news which will always keep you pretty up to date on what's going on in the world of vegas anyway thank you again for joining me today steve thank you for having me i look forward to next week absolutely and until next time You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, good luck.